Yeah, it really is about what your like definition of it is and how you punish yourself for not getting that <laughs> definition. Conversations with Sarah, a podcast where you get to listen in on some of my most interesting and personal conversations. I'm Sarah Samuel, and today we're talking about what it means to be an artist. This episode is another one with Jess Kearson, one of my best friends from college. In the last episode, we talked a lot about what being an artist has meant to us over our lives and how that has influenced our relationship to ambition and to our perception of ourselves and to our ability to engage in creative endeavors. This time, as we sit in Prospect Park during the one day it didn't rain during my trip, we reflect on identity and labels and how referring to ourselves as artists or writers or whatever can help or hinder us in our quest to be free from internal and external pressures and to fully express ourselves. Oh, you're recording. I missed everything good that we I said. I know. I wish that you recorded what you were saying. I guess I'm just a little more, like, hesitant to... I, I'm, like, tr- working really hard not to identify as anything. Right. So, like, to identify... Because... Not because I think that's an inherently wrong thing, but the way that I take it is always... I always turn it into a prison so quickly, yeah. you know? Although the other day I tried looking in the mirror and being like, I'm a writer. I'm a writer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But identifying as an artist doesn't seem that imprisoning. I guess it depends on what you consider an artist to be, which is kind of like why I want to ask the question also. I feel like artist encompasses everything, but I also feel like people have very specific ideas of what it means. Yeah. Yeah, it really is about what your, like, definition of it is and how you punish yourself for not getting that definition. In my case, you yeah. know. I guess that's interesting what you say about identity or... Wait, what, what did Identifying you say? as anything. Yeah, like, putting a label on it. Cause I feel like I have always, like, really steered away from labeling myself mm-hmm. as anything. Which in some ways... I think, like, hasn't really served me because I think, like, our world is, like, a world of labels. (laughs) I know. You know, and I feel like when I'm unwilling to label myself as something, people don't really know how to, like, interact with me or something. Interesting. And, like, especially, like, in work or whatever, like, I would, even though I, like, for example, do, like, copy editing, I, like, wouldn't really call myself, like, a copy editor. Partly because it's, like, I feel like I don't do it enough that it would become a label for me but I feel like I always am trying to like maintain this like formlessness in some way because I never want to be like boxed in yeah and I also don't know what other people think of those things so you can't control the perception yeah yeah but I think it's hard to like be grounded and to like land in something if you don't label yourself also or don't like identify with anything like you know I think a lot of people for example like really identify with their families you know they're like I'm a Lannister and Lannisters always pay their debts for example (laughs) that's a really good example um 
or they're like, I'm Italian, you know, or like, I'm Jewish, and I, like, don't identify with anything like that, you know, I don't really identify with my family, with anyone in my family, even, like, in our family constellations, we always go around and say, like, I am Sarah, daughter of Nancy, or whatever, and I always have a really hard time saying that. Interesting. Um... It always feels like, I don't know, yeah, like I just, I have a hard time like identifying myself. And even, I feel like maybe the closest thing was like when I lived in New York and I was like, I identify as like someone who lives in New York and like someone who calls New York their home. I wouldn't really say that I was like a New Yorker because I feel like that title is like reserved for people who live here for 10 years, live here for 10 years or like we're grew here. up here, yeah. you know? You still say, like... But I still really identified with, like, living in New York. And I, even though I've lived in California for a long time, I still don't really identify as, like, a Californian. California girl. Yeah. Oh. I'm not done smelling your butt. Bobby, I don't think this dog wants to play with you. <laughs> All right. Take care. Um... But do you feel like you have gone more in the other direction of, like, trying to identify and label yourself? Yeah, definitely. I think I've been, like, addicted to... Try. Just try. See what happens. Labeling. Identifying myself as different things and then using that as, like, sort of a formula to, like, fix something. Kind of. Mm -hmm. Or become something or... Um, but some of that might be just because like yeah I just I guess I've always felt that those things end up becoming sort of like a prison like when I was like really identified with like the people I would work for Mm. I noticed that it was like it was like something to rest on that was keeping me from doing the things that would really make me happy in a way, because I was like, well, I work for this important person, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm close to doing the thing I want to do. It was like an excuse yeah. to not really have to find out, like, what is even going on here, yeah. what I even want to do, or, like, the identifying as an alcoholic, for instance, is what became such a big issue for me because I felt like I was sort of telling myself that, like, I'm not to be trusted mm. and that, like, I am this thing. I was born this thing. I am this thing. Like, I'm not to be trusted. Like, that's really, for me, what the messaging was. So then, like, not being able to parse out, like, what thoughts are, like, real. Intuition, for instance. Never, but always being like, well, I can't be trusted. Um, because I am this thing. Yeah. And because I am this thing, there's all these things that I have to do, that I should do, but I, but never being able to get enough past, like, shoulds of what I have to do to see what I even want to do. Yeah. And even with, like, writing, this whole time I've been like, well, I'm supposed to be, like, a screenwriter. Right. But, like, I've never written anything for the, scr- for scr- the screen yeah. successfully. And... <clears throat> 
then that was keeping me from like exploring just like writing at all because I couldn't like fit the format of it mm-hmm. of this thing I thought I was supposed to be or being an actor and then being like why am I doing these other or being a comedian or whatever it is you know But that's, like, so particular... I feel like that's... I don't think that makes those things inherently bad. I just think, like, for my particular... What I've dealt with with my mind now, it's sort of, like... That's why I've been, like, being, like, who am I? Yeah. I'm nobody. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You're like, Aria. And I could do... And then you can... You could do whatever you want. Like, that's what I realized. Like, if yeah. you don't care... If it doesn't matter, like... I mean, it's just not... It feels like it's... It feels like in New York, specifically, there's, like, a huge to like decide who you are and then like run as fast as you can toward mm. being that thing yeah and that for me was just like exhausting and tiring and limiting yeah because then every time you do something you wonder yeah is this getting me closer yeah then you can't do anything <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean then all you can do is you're very limited but like you every day you wake up I mean you could really do whatever you want you could like yeah. learn to do anything yeah. People, I feel like the surrender experiment was like really good for me to read because he was just like went to a radio shack and was like yeah it's a computer <laughs> it had nothing to do with like meditating yeah burn so this, this is just like a few months for yeah. me but like I'm of like sort of operating that way and And then just letting life sort of, like, show me the way. A lot of times I do things not because I want to, but because other people invite me to. Yeah. Like, the gray matter thing is a good example because we, like, dance around in those gray bodysuits, which to me seems pretty much pointless (laughs) on some level. But I really enjoy doing it. I'm really silly when I do it. And I have, like, I came up with that idea, like, over three years ago basically yeah and then I happened to in the last two years meet someone who's like perfectly enamored yeah with the concept and wants to shoot it and like loves doing it and it's just yeah. like let's go out another day and like shoot you in that suit like creeping through Prospect Park for no <laughs> for literally no reason it's funny because yeah I see the like I love that great the gray matter stuff and I <laughs> I feel like every time I see it I'm like wow like just is like a true artist yeah, it's so silly. But it's like funny because it's like why, but I think it's just because it's so like weird. It's so weird, but like, it's... I think that's what makes like I don't think being weird for the sake of being weird I makes agree. someone an artist. But I think being finding something weird that isn't cliche or hasn't you haven't really seen before seems to come from like that person. that's like interesting and that's creative and yeah. it's new yeah I feel like that's I feel like that's what it is like new uh, what I associate with like true creativity and being an artist if you're building your hours like paying attention to what's new I guess yeah but yeah it's hard because you can't really look for it or find you can't really put too much into finding it. Yeah, it sort just happens. To you. Yeah. And then you just do it, and the whole time you're like, why am I doing this? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. But it's a, it's a much more fun way to live. Yeah. I mean, that's what's been happening with my solo show is, like, 
I, which I have not been working on lately, but <coughs> I keep getting opportunities to like go work on it with people. So I just keep doing those, even though I may never complete the solo show, yeah. to be honest. <coughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess part of it, too, is, like, not, like, I keep thinking, like, not labeling yourself. Like, I keep, I'm just sort of, part of me is, like, listening to this conversation from an outside ear and, like, also seeing you, like, puffing on that jewel. <laughs> I mean, like, oh, yeah, friendly. Oh, <laughs> Bobby's so sneaky. He's like, and now I'll go towards that food. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, and I'm like, wow, what an artsy conversation. <laughs> you know, like, I'm just like imagining, like, oh, you're just something <laughs> on that jewel, talking about being an artist, talking about your solo show. Like, it's just very, from like an outside ear, like, even from like a future yeah, ear, right. being like, oh, yeah, this is like footage from like the early days of Jess. <laughs> like, art yeah, it's Jess funny. Whatever. But, and that's kind of what I was trying to say is it just doesn't really like look the way that I thought. I thought yeah. that it would, the way it would look is like, I would finally get serious yeah. and I would start like devoting a certain amount yeah. of time every day at the exact same time every right. day. I guess it reminds me like this conversation like makes me think of like things that I've read about like Velvet Underground and like kind of, I don't know, like artists, artists in New York that are doing like, we're doing interesting, like new creative stuff. And like, yeah, I'm sure they weren't like super disciplined. And they were kind of just, like, fucking around a lot. Well, maybe not. I don't know. I guess yeah. I don't really know. But then I, I feel like I'm comparing it to myself, and I'm like, well, I'm not really... I don't really sound that, like, artisty. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't feel like I, like, fit the picture of, like, an artist. But then I feel like part of it is being like, that doesn't matter. I don't know what picture I fix. I can't see myself. Yeah, I don't feel like I fit a picture either but that's also because my pictures are all (laughs) very strange and (laughs) self-punishing so um (laughs) he's like skipping skipping. and he's holding a sketchbook a sketchbook yeah and his t-shirt says the universe smiles upon us hi do you you need something or what is it do you want to come up here you can come up here. Is Bobby an artist? No. Hasn't created he, one thing. He does. He poops and he pees That's every true. day. That's true. And then I guess it's like, just as people start doing things, do they become the label of the thing? Like comedians. They just start telling jokes on stage and then they become a comedian. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess... Is that what it is? Yeah, but does it matter? I do improv, like... I've done improv, like, almost every week. For years. For years. And I still, like, don't even know if I would be, like, I'm an improviser. <laughs> or, like, a performer. Or a comedian. Like, I definitely don't ever say that I'm a comedian. <laughs> but I'm so funny. <laughs> you are. Yeah, if, a, if jeweling makes you an artist, I'll take it. <laughs> Portrait of an artist is a young jeweler. Yeah.